and Jason Dante. We got a few things on our mind, a few things that we want to say. We ain't here to start the drama, but we will talk about everything except for your mama. So sit back and relax and enjoy to the max while we talk about real life with a few laughs. I know you feel the heat, and yeah, you feel the beat. So go ahead and plug into this. TMLP. Yeah, we're good for you. Get your nutrition. Yeah, you're listening to Man Listen. Yeah, we're good for you. Get your nutrition. Yeah, you're listening to Man Listen. Hey, what's going on, good people? We want to welcome you all to another edition of the Man Listen Podcast. I'm your boy, John Winfrey here. And I'm your man, Jason Dante. Welcome back. Yes, sir. We're glad to be back with you all. Once again, we have another great show lined up for you guys where this is the podcast where we talk about everything except your mama. So, uh, no mama sucker. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, this show, we're going to be talking about purpose, uh, defining mm-hmm. what purpose is. And we're going to talk about some social responsibility because, um, oh, yes. As I can see as of late, um, it's kind of been lacking. So <laughs> we'll get into that as well. Uh, but Jay, let's talk about some current event stuff uh, with this upcoming election and then some recent updates with the Breonna Taylor yeah. case that I know, at least for me, was pretty disturbing. So just kind of t- mm-hmm. touch on those subjects, bro. Yeah, man. So as far as the Breonna Taylor case, man, It feels like it had the same kind of disbelief and impact like with uh, Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman when Mm. like he wasn't charged with anything. Yeah, it kind of it feels like that, like a second coming of that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's unfortunate, man. And it's it's really it really can get disheartening and discouraging. Yeah, because it's like, okay, here we go again. And what like what can we do next? Like what is what is there to do next? Like like you know protested um and for the ones whether you agree or not you know it, they they rioted and they looted which at least if anything else it got your attention right um you know we did every everything and then now here we are and it's kind of basically back at square one for real for real yeah it, it could just be kind of discouraging and like disheartening like all right what more can we do um so that that's kind of like my initial reactions man and as far as like the election goes it's just you know we'll we'll see what happens but it just a reelected trump right now man really makes me nervous just from hearing the stuff that this man is saying mm-hmm. um it it just doesn't seem it, it just doesn't seem right you know right, in right. the sense of like like oh i don't know if there'll be a, a peaceful transfer of power they there's going to be no transfer of power and whatnot and i get you can interpret that as he just really believes he's going to win, but that just doesn't sound right at all. And it's like, this, this really the leader that y'all want. Okay. So that's kind of my uh, take to start off, man. How you feeling? I got you, man. Uh, as far as the Breonna Taylor situation, for me, the, the real issue that I have is with the attorney general, Daniel Cameron. That's, that's the person that I really have an issue with right now. Um, not even just with, of course, the decision that was made with them only indicting one of the officers, but then also uh, the way he handled the situation. There were reports that came out recently as far as the initial meeting that he had with Brianna's family. Right. And there were certain promises 
made in terms of how he would navigate the situation and communicate with them, keeping them in the loop, and they would be the first to know when the decision came out. And apparently mm-hmm. those promises, none of them he kept because apparently wow. from the report that they found out basically when everybody else was finding out. And 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 if I'm not mistaken, like one of the agreements were that he they the family would find out before anybody else exactly. before it went public. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Which I mean that's just like that's pretty standard. I mean, with a with a case like this, I mean that doesn't sound like anything, you know, uh too far fetched. So mm-hmm. uh that's the first aspect of it. But then there's also another aspect of this where the one of the family attorneys, one of the people representing Brianna's family, also talked about the way they handled the situation and how the investigation shouldn't have taken as long as it took. But yeah. apparently the police took their time prolonging the investigation, which then also impacts the overall decision because it's being prolonged mm. and all the, you know, so um, my issue with attorney Daniel Cameron is just like, you know, the decision is one thing, but then, you know, just do them the courtesy and give them the respect they deserve of at yeah. least communicating with them on a basic fundamental level. And I know there have been a, a bunch of other comments and things made about him, other things that have come out. Now I did watch his speech at the, uh, for the RNC. Um, yeah. and you know, once again, it was like, it just seemed like it was another Trump speech that was given to him that he was reading from, you know, because he was blasting mm. Biden. It was, it just didn't seem like it was, you know, anything authentic, but maybe it is, um, which I don't agree with. So that's right. just my right. feelings on that. As far as the upcoming election, it's very interesting to me because I always try to just keep an unbiased approach, especially when elected leaders, I'm not for any one party like oh i'm just democrat out like democrat till i die or republican suck like i'm not like that you know what i'm saying (laughs) Mm. um however in this situation it's been very interesting to me because i'm hearing from different people on both sides that they're not too excited about either candidate because we know what we've experienced with the administration of trump but then also comments that biden has made throughout throughout his campaign you know, have seemingly put, especially the black race on edge, like him saying, like, if you not, if you don't vote for me, you not black. It's like, that was a, like, come on, uncle Biden, like uncle Joe, uncle Joe, come on now, wait a minute, (laughs) wait a minute. So, you know, for me, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And in this situation, I'm just really hoping for peace, man. Like something has to give right now with all of the unrest and things that are happening. It's just like, you just need, like you said, a timeout. Like we all just, it's just got to, it's enough. People are dying. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just enough, right. you know? So that's just my feelings on that. Um, I will say that I think Biden having uh, Kamala, is it, did I say that right? Kamala. Kamala. I'm sorry. Please mm-hmm. excuse me. Y'all. Kamala as his running mate. I think that bodes well for him, especially with Mm -hmm. diversity for the sake of diversity. And as far as opportunity, because that is, I believe an ideal and value of this country. So that's just my surface level thoughts on that. Of course we can, you know, there's a whole lot that we can unpack with that. So much. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. my initial take on that. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's interesting. Like, it's funny that like how we've been for years now, it, it really is 
Republican versus Democrat. And, you know, for the ones that are like hardcore America and love to bring up the Constitution and all that, it's like, well, founding fathers weren't too keen on a two party system, which we turned into basically like, yeah, there's like some other people on the ballot um, because, you know, I I just got uh, my absentee ballot not too long ago. And I'm like, who are these other people and whatnot? Right, right. Which, by the way, make sure y'all get your ballot. Yep. But um, you like like they're there, but it's like for the funding and for the publicity, like it's just not there. And yeah. so I really think what will really like shake up the country and what we need is at least a, a third party, you know, that it's not just Republican and Democrat, but like another party that we could choose from. Yeah. Because yeah. You know, people feeling like they got to choose between a, a rock and a hard place. Um, and it's specifically with black people, like it feels as though a good amount of black people don't mess with Republicans yeah. or the Republican Party, y'all like that. But then conversely, there's also a lot of black people that will say like, hey, black people have a very um, toxic relationship with the Democratic Party. Um so it's kind of like a catch 22 and and to an extent i feel that because if you look back a little bit it's like okay it was a republican president that started this whole war on drugs that really you know really messed up the black community Mm -hmm. but then it was a democratic president and bill clinton that really hammered down even more so on those policies so it's like i get it so it's just it's just interesting man yeah most certainly so you all to our listeners please let us know your thoughts how you're feeling about the upcoming election um especially the the different candidates your views on that um we're definitely interested in knowing more about your feelings on that and then also with the brianna taylor uh you know this is a open forum where you can share your opinion as far as these topics so please you know share your feelings and your thoughts on that whole decision um and more importantly i'm interested to know from you guys what do you all think we should do to move forward so I think we'll touch on some of that later on in the show when we talk about social responsibility, but let us know your thoughts on that. So we're going to transition to our next segment. I want to get into this show because with the unrest and things that are happening in our nation, we felt that it was very important to address certain things as far as living an intentional life. Because I feel like right now it's very easy to get caught up in the mindset of living carelessly or living aimlessly because of the fear, the uncertainty or the worry, the doubt that is taking place in this country. So for this segment, we're going to talk about what purpose is and and the importance of purpose and just kind of going through the ins and outs of what it means to live in purpose. So. Yeah. Jay, let's define what when when we talk about the word purpose, I know that sometimes becomes a very deep spiritual word. You got to find your inner purpose. You got to, you know, yeah, like mm. so just define purpose from your perspective, bro. Yeah, man. So um, from my perspective and I think even the dic- uh, the dictionary definition is just basically purpose is what you were created on like what you were created for like mm-hmm. what you what were you created for like on this or what are you on this earth for but i'll also take it a step further i'll think of it as what problem are you meant to solve here on this earth got you 
because, you know, any gifts, anything that we have um, is not for us to just say like, oh, you know, we just got the gift and we can do it. Like, no, whatever we have is to give out, to use a churchy term, to pour out unto others. So it's like, (laughs) so like with Steve Jobs, he, you know, his purpose was technology and he gifted that technology to us, you know, or, I mean, you could take whoever, whoever, you know, you want to do, or Mm -hmm. even um, still God continue to rest his soul, Kobe Bean Bryant, you know, you could say his purpose, you could say his purpose was basketball, that's debatable, but maybe Mm -hmm. more so his purpose was to inspire people and to help them create that work ethic and drive within them. And he did it through the means of basketball. So it's like, whatever we have, it's to give out. And that's your purpose. Your purpose should be solving a problem for people. Um, however that may look like, how do you define it? What you just said. And so with that being said, (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think you hit the nail on the head, bro. I couldn't have said it better myself. So I definitely agree with that definition of purpose. But my next question then is, is there a difference between purpose and destiny? I think purpose is the vehicle. Destiny is the the road or the destination. Like, so I get to my okay. destiny through doing my purpose. Like, so whatever I'm destined to mm. do um, is going to meet through my purpose. Um, I know I just basically said the same thing like three times over, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's kind of how, how I feel about it. So I think I think they're related. They're different. Um, yeah. but they're kind of intertwined together. Yes. What, what about you? Okay. Do you feel like there's a, a difference between it? That's actually a tough one for me because I think I look at them as being very similar. Okay. So I feel like they are somewhat intertwined. So you can't, you can't walk in your purpose without fulfilling your destiny. I hope that it doesn't sound confusing to our listeners, but it's, it's like they're intertwined. So, so do, so do you, do you fulfill your purpose to get to your destiny or like what comes first purpose or destiny in, in your opinion? In my opinion, as far as right now, as far as what I understand and what I know right now, mm. I would say I look at it from the perspective of destiny being that path to fulfilling your purpose. So like you would hear like, so a certain, you would hear people say certain things like, man, it was. It was the was it was his God given destiny to do this, mm-hmm. right? Or to be that, right? You talked about Kobe or whatever. Like you hear people say it was his God given destiny to embody what it means to be a true warrior or a champion as a basketball player, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like just using it as a loose example. That's how yeah. I view it, at least for right now. However, I can see especially like what you're what you're articulating as far as uh destiny being the the ultimate that's the finish line right mm-hmm. where purpose is as you walk in purpose that is the compass that's the gps that's helping you get to the finish line so i think it can go either way uh mm-hmm. and like i said you know i'm not i don't have my phd or anything yet so <laughs> i still have a lot of reading to do up on that but that's my perspective of it as of right now. So, and actually, with that, I, I got then one other question for you. Um, okay, I know we didn't plan for this, but you're smart. You got this. Um, <laughs> you're smart. Can, 
<laughs> can can you can you get to your destiny without purpose or oh, vice versa? Jesus. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm being in I'm in class now. <laughs> no, we, we gotta learn them something. Okay. I'ma say I'ma say no. So you cannot get to your how to phrase the question? <laughs> you can't get to your see? <laughs> see? without purpose. <laughs> see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think you I don't think you could have one without the other. I think in order to fulfill destiny, you must walk in purpose. And in order to fulfill purpose, your purpose in life, you must walk in destiny. Gotcha. Okay. I feel like they are, they are very similar. Now, depending upon your perspective, I feel like that will vary. But now the other aspect to this is here's, here's the other twister, especially as a believer, as a child of God, Mm-hmm. What I believe is that God has created a purpose for every human being mm-hmm. right now. The question is, is do you align yourself with that purpose based upon the decisions and the choices you make in life? And do you agree and cooperate with the God given purpose and destiny that he's placed on your life? So what that yeah. looks like is mm-hmm. every person has a skill, every person has a gift, every person has a unique trait. Even if you are a twin to somebody else, there are still significant differences, whether yeah. it shows in your personality or your actual physical features. So mm-hmm. I look at that and say, okay, everyone has a uniqueness and that God has created you with. So it is up to you to decide whether you are going to align yourself with that or if you are going to choose to do your own thing and that's where i think your purpose or destiny can then be put into jeopardy and you're not really being fulfilled completely because you didn't cooperate or align yourself with your god-given purpose and destiny that's the way i look at it what about you gotcha gotcha man since you asking these deep questions (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah man um I, I think I feel similar to you Okay. Um, that like, how, how can I get to, you know, my destiny um, without purpose? Like, mm-hmm. like it, like it, it kind of just doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't seem to fit. Right. Um, or anything. Cause for, for the most part, whatever I'm destined to do, I've probably been purposed for, you know, um, mm-hmm. or whatever I'm purposed for, I'm destined to be, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the, however you want to word it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, like you said, I, I, I think you can't have one without the other. One can't exist without the other. Um, and kind of from what you were saying, it, it, it seems like, and I would also say that purpose is also a choice. Um, that meaning mm. like, like meaning you, you have to, I, I think we all have the burden in us for our purpose, meaning like there's just something that either like really weighs us down or really like bothers us or really something that has just always been a tick for us. And it's something that we always wanted to do or solve. Cause again, at least working from my definition, purpose, um, your purpose should solve a problem. Right. But I think we're always burdened with something and burdened to solve that. Um, but I think it is up to us to actually to choose and accept that burden, you know, um, you know, to say, okay, I am going to go ahead and work on this. I am going to go ahead and do it. Um, 
because we because you you hear the the converse like a lot of people like man you know i've been running from my purpose you know and a lot a lot of times especially in the church context you always hear from somebody that is supposed to be a a pastor or preaching and whatnot Mm -hmm. you know i've been run i've been running and you know running from my calling and everything like that and Mm -hmm. you know finally you know i just accepted and said yes and whatnot so yeah and and there's validity to that but i do think you you have to you know I, i believe you're born with it but you have to choose to like walk in it like you you have to accept the challenge accept that okay i can't get rid of this thing i have to solve this problem you know so that's why you got people who would you know run into fires that's why you got people who would listen to other people's problems as far as therapists and whatnot because they just can't help like i i have to solve this i have to help you solve this problem like but can you but can you choose your purpose though um in your opinion can you choose it because right now what you're saying is you're born with the burden to solve a problem and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but Mm -hmm. based upon what you're articulating, it seems as though you're saying as you go through life, you discover what that burden is and how to solve that problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. So then the, on the flip of that, I know some people may be of the mindset that, well, can I just choose my purpose? Can I just choose my destiny? Like if I'm a human being, I make choices and decisions every day. Why can't I just choose it? Like, I want to solve this problem. I want to, I want to get rid of this burden. Like, or do you feel like, nah, like it's, it's already, for lack of a better term, scripted. I I think it's, it's something that's always going to be within you already. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the means on how your purpose is carried out can kind of be a choice, gotcha. you know? Understand that. For sure. And I also throw this, that sometimes purpose and vocation are the same but sometimes they're not right so also just keep that in mind so meaning like whatever you do for a living um maybe that is your purpose like again for those you know really like tough professions i i think you know for them that's like purpose and vocation together um but you know not all the time for others so it's kind of say even like for kobe bryant going back to him um you know you could argue you know even though his vocation was basketball and it was really good and we we're really inspired from it, his purpose wasn't to dribble a ball. His purpose was to, you know, inspire people to create that, like you said, a championship mindset, right. that, that hard work ethic and to help people to think and strive for what they really want. Right. So Absolutely. just throwing and, that out there. Yeah. And there are plenty of examples of that, Jay, like to your point, man, like, I mean, TDJ is another one. Where it's very oh, easy. Get ready, get ready. <laughs> but it's very easy to look at him and say, "Oh, he's a preacher. He's designed to inspire you." But he's also a great businessman too, and and a very dramatic man too, like in the arts and everything. Because yeah. you can hear him as he preaches. Yeah, I mean, he's very eloquent with his speech, and I mean, mm-hmm. he knows how to tell the story for sure. So you know, there are definitely, like you said, situations and examples where the person may be in a certain field but as far as their purpose it's a it's a bigger picture it's a bigger purpose you know than what we see as just their career so i definitely agree with that for sure i will also say just for our listeners i believe that purpose is something you discover 
So I think this yeah, is a good. I agree with that. I think this is a good a piece of encouragement for us all to be able to take that in life. We go through certain experiences. We make mistakes. We we win certain battles. We have certain success and achievements that we you know accomplish. But through all of that, I think it's a it's a process of us learning and realizing and discovering what our real purpose is. So for me, yeah. prime example, like when I was young, I was a, you know, music head, but I also love sports too. So mm-hmm. when high school came around, you know, I realized I'm not six foot, nothing. I'm more like <laughs> four feet nine. So <laughs> yeah, it probably ain't going to work out for me. You know what I'm saying? With mm-hmm, the, with mm-hmm. the NBA or the league, but when I started taking stock of what I had and what I was really passionate about, then I was able to focus on music completely and understand, man, like, okay, somebody came along my path to help me understand that I could have a career in music, yeah. which I didn't even know. I was 12, 13 years old and didn't know because I didn't know how it worked. But then somebody's mm. able to expose me to that and help me realize, yo, you can do this for a living, like, and live well. So, like that journey of me just, you know, perfecting what God gave me, the gifts and the ability he gave me, you know, helped me grow in that area. But then there was a, there is a ministry aspect, you know, yeah. to that as well, to at least to who I am. And then there's a business yeah. aspect to who I am that now I'm discovering. KBP. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. the man listen podcast, David. Hello. <laughs> but like, I say all that to say that like, it's okay if you find yourself in a situation where you started out doing one thing and you've evolved to doing something else and you feel like, man, like I've done all these different things. Like, don't knock it. Don't knock yourself, but stay in the process of evolving because through all of that, you will see how it's helping you find and know your purpose. So just a piece of encouragement. Absolutely. I think that we all need to be mindful of because, you know, we, we go through different phases, different seasons in life. You know, just like a baby goes to a toddler phase, then to an adolescent, you know, then teenager, then adult. It's the same type of thing with our life and how we find our purpose. So for sure, for sure. Well, well said, my brother. Well said. So then my next question is. I guess to our listeners, this is just something to think about. Okay, Mm -hmm. Are we living every day? with our purpose in mind? I think that's the question we have to ask ourselves. And so Jay, I want you to touch Mm -hmm. on how should we approach that making our purpose become a part of our lifestyle and how we make decisions where we not, we're not just living aimlessly and carelessly, especially at a time like this where, you know, emotions are high, tension is high. Lot of uncertainties, yeah. election, all that stuff. Speak on the importance of living to to find your purpose or to be in your purpose. Yeah, it's. I, w- I would say it's tough to live in something that you're unaware of. So I think you know, in in that process of discovery, like in in the terms of purpose. You have one have to there is an element that you have to be patient about it, 
because um, if if we're going to continue on with what we're saying as far as purpose is discovered, you may not have the totality of your purpose quite yet wherever you may be in life. So gotcha. you can't really walk in your purpose if you really are not sure or not quite solid gotcha. on it yet. So, so then I guess that brings about the question, well, right. what do you do in the meantime? Um, I would say just whatever you're doing in the meantime, like do whatever you're doing in the meantime. Um, just if you're passionate about it, just try to hone it, man. You know, like, you know, like the, the purpose will come. And I, I think, you know, what, what problem you're meant to solve will reveal itself in mm. due time. Um, but I, I think just, you know, keep doing the things that, you know, you should be doing or just doing the things that, um, you enjoy the things that you're passionate right. about things that, um, you know, just cultivate you as a purpose, uh, as a person. Um, and then I think from there, things will unveil themselves. Like um, cause then an another part of purpose, it also brings clarity. Um, because you're sure on like, this is what I do. Um, but bigger, you're also sure on what right. you don't do. Um, and in the, in, in the environment that we're in, you know, with social justice, and this is kind of, this is kind of where I'm at right now that I'm trying to figure out, like with all like this Brie Taylor stuff and, uh, Floyd and just with everything, how everything is just exploded. And even, even to hear from my mom, like, man, it feels like I'm back in the sixties, mm. seventies. So that's mm. alarming. And so, and so for me, it's like, man, I really care. Like, I really yeah. care about this. But I also have to stop and think, is this my right. purpose? Like, is is this right. my problem to solve? I mean, to be determined, I don't know. Um, and that's why I'm um, thinking and praying about it. Gotcha. Um, but also to help somebody else just right quick. You're not meant to solve every problem. Your, your purpose isn't to, you know, like if your purpose isn't to solve racism, that's okay. Like, right. that's, that's fine. If you're not meant to be like on the ground, you know, like figuring out policies and ways to end racism or to end police brutality, like, you know, if that, if that's not your thing, that's fine. Um, in the same way, like I, even though I care about climate change, it's, it's not my purpose to solve climate change. I will do whatever it help it needs to, to fix it, but it's not I'm not it's not your purpose to that. lead that charge. You know? Right. Got exactly. You. Exactly. So so yeah, so it so I, I it's it's really just bringing about clarity, understanding what you're passionate about, but then also understanding what you're good at as well. So that would goes to cultivating your passions and, you know, your crafts and whatever you're you're good at, you know, just being aware of that. So it just takes a lot of self reflection and self-awareness and just thinking about, okay, what's in my hand? What is it? Do I do well? And I think that all will reveal your purpose and whatnot. And then once that's figured out, then you can walk in it. But until you know, for sure, just walk in the things that you know that you're good at. Got you. I'll say, how, how would you say, or rather, do you think like, yeah, I, I try to live every day um, with my purpose in mind. So the way that I handle making decisions, I try to think long-term. Mm -hmm. and not short term that's something i think gotcha. i learned good. just from from my mother the way she raised me was to think about the effects of your decision rather than thinking about what you want right now 
So was I successful in doing that? Um, not so much early on, but <laughs> not so much early on. Made a lot of mistakes, you know, poor decisions early on. But that principle was embedded in me. So yeah. when it comes to purpose, I would say for me, my focus is on making the best decision possible like mm. at that time. So if you're faced with a challenge, you don't run from the challenge, but you gather as much information as you can to figure out how you can get over that challenge, how that challenge can actually become your stepping stool. Yeah. Or when it comes to what direction you want to go in life, right? Mm -hmm. um, to your point, Jay, you mentioned something I think is very important about knowing what your passions are. What makes you tick? Yeah. What, yeah. what makes you want to get up in the morning and say, man, like this is about to be another day of progress. If that is sports or if that is fashion for some people, if that's yeah. medicine or law, right? Yeah. Whatever that case may be, you have to be able to identify what those things are that make you tick, what makes you really passionate, what makes you really like get going. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. different for everyone. So uh, for me, I take that into account as well. What makes me tick? What am I really passionate about? One of the things that I'm very passionate about is helping people yeah it like that's one of my biggest goals in life i don't strive to have wealth and to have influence just so i can say oh man we own <laughs> you know what i'm saying no Back. it's about being able to help other people get to where they're trying to go absolutely help other people fulfill their purpose like because all it is that we gain in life don't matter because I got to leave here one day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm not going to live forever. So it's having that understanding. So I say that to say I pay attention to what is what is a value to me. Yeah. I allow my values to determine how I live my life every day. So those values are humility, kindness, uh, philanthropy, I guess you could term it. Right. Mm. Being able to give back and help other people. Um also being knowledgeable, like being responsible. These are all values that really resonate with me. So I have to make my decisions that base that uh, line up with those values. So that's how I approach living in my purpose. It's not that I understand everything mm -hmm. or know how everything is going to play out or I'm able to say, man, you know, this is what my purpose is. No, I don't know the full extent of that just yet. Yeah. Yeah. But Every day I live by those values. I live by those principles that I've learned and I'm looking to grow from even the mistakes and things that I make so that I'm more in tune. I'm more in line and in a better position to accomplish whatever purpose God has placed on my life, whatever he's given me. Yeah. And then aside from that, you know, I pray and I ask God, it's like you created me. So, you know, show me in your word, you know, show me like in my heart, lead me and guide me to be able to align myself so that I'm accomplishing everything that you want me to accomplish for sure or, or solving that problem that I'm supposed to solve. So. For sure. So, yeah. So to our listeners, well said, brother, too well said. So to our listeners, um, bless you. <laughs> I, I hope this is uh, in, encouraging to hear. Um, and I, I hope that this uh, creates some, um, introspection for everybody um you know just to kind of think like all right like am, am i in my purpose and everything is um 
what are some things that could be my purpose just kind of everything that we talked about how would you define purpose uh purpose versus destiny uh are you work walking in your purpose what's something that you've discovered lately um and then also if you feel comfortable share it with us uh this is a safe space we're gonna hop into our next segment in just a second uh but first we're gonna stop for a quick commercial break Hi, everybody. All of us here at TMLP, we want to encourage you all that you make sure that you register to vote. Easy way to do that. If you go to vote.org, you can check out your state specific uh, election deadlines, dates and rules. So once again, go to vote.org to register online to vote uh, for this upcoming election, November 3rd. All right, we're back. We want to thank you guys for listening to the Man Listen podcast where we talk about everything except your mama. mama. And so, <laughs> so we've been talking about purpose earlier in the show. And so now we want to get into our last segment for this episode and talking about social responsibility. We understand that the climate right now of our social uh, state in America is very high, I guess you <laughs> put it politely. Um <laughs> But uh, I think it's very important that we talk about this, Jay, because mm. we're we're in a a very self-expressive age right now. Yeah, where yeah. people, yeah. you know, it's they're they're they look at it as very important to express themselves, which is great. But one thing I've noticed is we don't like to be challenged. As For people, sure, yeah. As people, so it's like as soon as you say man, well, do you just gotta, I'm, I know this gonna sound shady, but I don't even care. So do we just gotta, do, do y'all ladies just gotta be whopping it up out here? Like, you know, mm. as soon as you say something like that, oh, so you got a problem with women being confident in their sexuality. <laughs> like, it's like, wait a minute. Like, that's right. not what I'm saying. It's I'm just, just an asking, honest question. It's just a question. Like, mm-hmm. so Let's talk about this as far as social responsibility is concerned. And there, there's a lot we can unpack, but there's a couple of things we're going to touch on just to open the conversation. Is it our responsibility, Jay, to create change or petition for change when it comes to the social construct of this country? Yes, to an extent. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like you- <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> sound like an umpire yeah! <laughs> but yeah I, I would say yes to an extent here's why i say to an extent uh kind of going back to what we were just talking about earlier you're not meant to solve every problem so you know maybe so maybe again maybe you're not meant to be on the front lines for you know racial equality or you know maybe you're not meant to be on the front lines for the lg lgbtqia plus i think that's the full name of the community now somebody correct me uh come on be respectful um so you know maybe you're not meant to be on the front lines for that um and that's okay that like mm-hmm. that's completely fine um you know, so maybe you're not the one that's going to spark and create the change per se, as far as the policy goes. Um, but it is up to us to be respectful human beings. I'll say like, to, just to be decent, like, you know, to respect that, like, and, and this is something I'm also learning as well. 
you like it doesn't matter how hard sometimes you will you know talk to somebody and how much you try to pump them up and influence them there's just some people that you are not gonna change and you really can't change nobody anyway hopefully something that you says create change within them but you yourself i can't change you i can't change who you are i can only hope hope to entice how you think that you will create that change within yourself. I hope that makes sense. I hope that's not too convoluted, but. Oh, you're good. You're good. So, so yeah. So because of that, that should like free you up a lot. And I think that's a lot of the problem nowadays that we're trying to change. Like, you know, talk to a Republican, we're trying to change them to say, don't be Republican and everything you're wrong. Or if you're talking to a Democrat, like you're too liberal, like that's your problem and everything. And we're trying to change people. Yeah. No, you're not meant to change anybody and so that's what makes us so triggered um and everything but still you are like like and we've talked about this in the previous episode we've we've lost the art of conversation like we we can't have agreeable back and forths anymore because like you know because uh, because you just suck at it and because social media it's just more easier you know to comment and throw it out there and just preach to the choir than it is to, you know, really engage in some hard uh, conversations. And, yeah, you know, and, and I'll say I'll, I'll try, like, you know, with, with some Trump supporters, that's still like a real struggle area for me. I'll try to engage them and like, why do you believe yeah. that? And then, okay, what about this? And what about that? And almost always it's something like, well, I ain't trying to talk about that. Or it's like, really back up. It's like, well, hey, wait a minute. I'm really trying to talk and understand. Yeah, and understand, now, yeah. And now you're just being dismissive. So um, that's unfortunate. So, yeah, it's so answering the question, circling back, I can't change nobody. And it it may not be my personal responsibility to take the mantle to change. um, But for the right things and everything, I think it's my responsibility to at least support. Um, Yeah. If it's just decent human rights, should be able to support that. Yeah. How you feel about it, man? Oh boy! So <laughs> let me just go ahead and get free today, amen. Get amen. Loose. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no, we cannot change anyone. Mm-hmm. I agree with that statement. However, I believe it is our responsibility to create the change that we want to see. I'd agree with that. So, so even if you feel like and specific let me be very specific yeah i'm speaking directly to my black fellow counterparts who believe that we have to continue to wait for the system to change Mm. for the system to create equality for the system to create a safe space for us to be able to express ourselves and no I don't agree with that. I believe Mm. you have to be part of the solution. You have to embody what it is that you're trying to see. So as far as how we govern ourselves, as far as how you spend your money, what you invest in, how you um, respond to situations like that determines whether or not you are actually a part of the problem or part of the solution. So, Now, here's the thing. With that, I am not saying that we shouldn't protest. I'm not saying right. that we shouldn't um, 
be very aggressive in our approach to trying to get the other, I can't say that, to try to get the system to actually create equality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that because I believe that that is very important. We've seen how these protests have really impacted um, the progress in terms of police reform. Yeah. I mean, even with the Breonna Taylor situation, we talked about that last episode, how there are certain police reform items with that settlement. So yeah. Yeah. there is progress. And I believe a lot of that is due to the protests and things that are taking place. Absolutely. However, we also have to recognize that if we are going to choose those routes and those methods of protest, it has to be organized. Mm-hmm. It takes discipline. It takes uh, unity. It takes everyone being on the same page. And also the reality is it takes patience Yeah, for you to just, you have to be willing to do the same thing. We're going to keep talking about it. We're going to keep protesting. We're going to keep doing this like over and over and over and over again until y'all finally get it right. Can't let so, up. Exactly. You got to keep your foot on the gas. So from my perspective, I believe it is our responsibility to create that change. And how we do that is how we invest our money, how we respond to situations, being knowledgeable about what's going on in your community community and the legislature, the laws and the policies that are being worked on and that are being passed. We need to take that responsibility to be in the know as to those things that are going on. That's just my opinion. For sure. And, and to your point, uh, that point specifically, um, I think that's like where that's kind of like what we're lacking right now in this, you know, social inequality fight that I think ev- like we all want the same thing, but we're not focused. We're not focused. We're right. we're not organized. It's like right. all, all we know is just like we just want it to stop. And right. I feel you. But like it doesn't seem like there's a straight direction, you know, to go. Um, cause right. I don't know, at least think back with the sixties, of course, you know, it was like, like a good part of the movement that was like led by Martin, but also, you know, a little bit led by Malcolm and, you know, yeah. other entities, but they're all still aiming like, Hey, here's where we're going. Like it was, they're all still cooped within the civil rights movement. Right. Um, it doesn't seem like it's that with this, it just kind of seems like stop it all. And it's yeah. like, that's okay but you know like it's kind of like spaghetti on the wall like we're trying to like hope something sticks um and and that's that that doesn't work in this case like we have to be very intentional on what we want and get focused on what we want exactly Um, exactly now now so my question is to you bro in terms of the social responsibility that we have as individuals how do we go about having that conversation? How do we go about keeping each other accountable? Um, and I would even say this, what is the balance between understanding where a person is coming from and, and getting that understanding, but then also being able to challenge each other? I know that's a loaded question, Yeah. but <laughs> just for our listeners, once again, the question is, how do we keep each other accountable? How do we go about having that conversation with whoever? And then how do we go about gaining understanding, but also be able to challenge each other? So as far as keeping each other accountable, accountable as far as our social responsibility or? Yes, okay. yes, yes. So I, I think 
you know, we keep each other accountable by continually talking about it. Um, I think with, with each other, like kind of keeping it at the forefront, not letting it kind of fall to the wayside or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, to have open, honest conversations. Now, another element of that um, and which kind of gets into, you know, the other side of like the balance between understanding somebody's views, um, but challenging it like respectfully. It's like we like we have to hear with an open ear, like not like not just hear in a in a way to just respond back or anything. Once somebody says right. something we don't like, but right. we have to like hear everything in totality. Um, right. Right. So I'll get into that more in just a second. But as far as like just keeping each other accountable, as far as social responsibility, like really. And and I feel like the black community specifically, like in our communities, I feel like we do it a lot. But I think it I think there needs to be more of it. It needs to be just more like leadership of it. Of like if you yeah. see some if you like see something um, that's just not right or whatever the case may be, like really like encourage them because they may not just yeah. know better. Like they may yeah. not just know or understand or anything. And so to yeah. help them get a new perspective, um, I think really helps, really helps. Yeah. Now to the second part of that question, what's the balance between, um, you know, understanding somebody's views, but challenging it respectfully. Um, the balance is really just don't be a butthole. <laughs> like, Got you. like, like, like I said, listen with like an open ear and like really try to listen and understand. Like it's almost kind of like listening one-on-one, like, and s- some of us may need to do it. Like if somebody tells you something before you respond saying, okay, here's what I'm hearing you say. Um, right. and, and I understand that, you know, emotions can get the better of you. Cause when we're talking about, you know, a cultural view or political view or sexual orientation, those things are so embedded in our identity so that when Mm -hmm. somebody challenges it, I feel like you're challenging my identity. And so it's going to make me instantly more defensive. Um, But it's like, like we, we just have to come with a more of an open mind and understand, like not always assume the worst and everything. And just to really hear somebody's experience. Um, so, so like case in point, like there was, um, I was a part of this group. Um, I'm going to get into specifics, but I was a part of this group where, you know, some people were just sharing their experiences. Um, and, you know, we're talking about, you know, the racial inequality was happening. Um, mm-hmm. and in this, you know, group, it, it was, ha- it was on like Facebook live in this group, in the comments, there's this dude that was just like saying like his one or two things. He's like, well, you know, I've been working with, uh, you know, inner city for years and years and yada, this, yada, that, and yada, yada, yada. And it was like, Mm -hmm. from his comments, you can understand like, dude, you're not even listening to what you're saying right now. Like you're, you're so bent on your experience and everything and what you've seen and so ready to prove somebody wrong that you're not really hearing the full scope of it. And so yes. because of that, it just makes you look stupid um, mm. and everything. So it's like you really have to stop and listen. And then the other part of it, you like for the listener, you can't be so fragile and so ready to like jump on somebody's neck um, if they're just really at a point where they don't understand. Now, after a while, if you've already had open dialogue and conversations and it's evident that they just don't want to understand it, then cool, wash your hands, keep it moving. But 
um, until you know that for sure, after a couple interactions, um, you can't make that assumption, you know? So got you. I got you. So, yeah, I mean, you got to be true to yourself um, and, and be honest with yourself, uh, but be honest enough with yourself to know that you don't know it all, you know? So absolutely. So I'll kind of leave it at that. Absolutely. How would you say, bro? With so everything. as far as as far as as far as how we keep each other accountable, I think one of the best ways to do that is to first diversify your circle. Because what that does is that opens up your perspective and your ability to understand where another person is coming from. Yeah. So for me, thankfully, I've been blessed to develop relationship with people that have way different backgrounds than mine. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you base everything off of your background and your experience and your perspective, that's totally limited because (laughs) you know there is there's a variety of different stories and and culture across the globe so i think that's the first thing that i would say as far as keeping each other accountable because then it helps you know how to communicate it helps you know how to be able to relate to other people to whereas if you were basing it off of your background you would probably be like man that's you whack for having that perspective versus i understand where you're coming from have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. This is a different approach because I understand where, where you're coming from culturally, or like you said, the sexual orientation or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like you're able to understand it because you've developed relationship and you've been able to understand what goes on in that person's world, what goes on in mm-hmm. their experience. So I think that's very important. The second aspect of this question, as far as the balance, I would say, to your point, yes, absolutely. You cannot be, you cannot be a jerk about the whole situation. I thought you were going to say butthole. I was going to be really no. happy about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. So a jerk. Mm-hmm. You can't be insensitive or whatever. But I will also say this: it also takes courage. Yeah, there's a balance. Yeah. We, we like you have to have enough courage to to speak up respectfully. Mm. and say listen i understand where you're coming from and i definitely agree with what you've also said listening is a huge part when we're talking about being socially responsible listening is everything it would be wrong for me to get on here and say how i feel about daniel cameron when i have not taken the time to actually listen exactly attentively listen to what he has to say Mm-hmm. Right. Because the reality is, is in his RNC speech, it was certain things that he said that was like, yo, there's credibility to that. Right. There's, yeah. there's a certain level of legitimacy to what he's saying or even a person like Candace Owens. Right. I can't <laughs> knock her. I can't say I can't I can't knock everything she says. Right. Mm-hmm. I would never call her. Oh, she's just stupid. She's just ignorant. No, I there. She's actually very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. <laughs> as the conversation progresses, is where you know it starts creating a divide, right? Mm-hmm. In perspective. But same thing with Cardi B. Same thing with LeBron. These are are all individuals who have legitimate perspectives and legitimate things that they bring to the table. But it's on you to be able to listen and understand. 
Man, what they are saying. And listen. listen. Okay. <laughs> so that's so that being the case, it's on us to listen, but then also have the courage to speak up and, and say your piece. If you yeah. believe that what you're going to bring to the table is actually going to help other people understand a different perspective that's just as important, you need courage to do that. The mm-hmm. other aspect to this, bro, that I would say is you yeah. also got to be willing to give grace and give mercy, man. Yeah, yeah, that is huge. This is huge because there are people out there that are ignorant to certain things because of their experience and because of their background. And by you having the courage to respectfully tell them, this is why Black Lives Matter is a is a real thing right now. This is why there is so much civil unrest right now. This mm-hmm, is why mm-hmm. we're doing once they understand that and you've respectfully broken it down for them, that actually might create a change in their paradigm where they're like, you know what? Nobody ever explained it to me like that. I haven't, yeah. I don't, I don't share those same experiences. I don't share that same background. Yes. I see what's taking place on social media. I see what's happening on the news, but it never hit home like that for me. Yeah. So that's when yeah. you as a person have to be willing to forgive and give mercy and say, all right, now that you understand, let's move forward. Now mm-hmm. you're able to, now the conversation changes from you having to bring understanding to now you just keep them accountable, yeah. right? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. all right, when something happens, now I am going to be looking to you the next time something happens, if it happens, God forbid, you know what I'm saying? In a Breonna Taylor situation, now you understand. You mm-hmm. going to be on the front lines with everybody else that's saying, no, nah, this ain't right. For these very reasons, right? Because now you mm-hmm. have a better understanding. So that's just my approach to the whole social responsibility and I love. Yeah, man. And a perfect example of that. Um, she's not expecting me to, to, to drop her name, but I know she won't mind. So I have a coworker, Aaron, one of the sweetest women, man, you will ever meet in your life. Um, mm-hmm. We've had a chance that we've we've been able to talk a little bit about the whole Black Lives Matter thing and, you know, just just the whole racial everything as a whole um, and everything. And even, you know, as far as like Christians and politics and evangelical, yeah. we, we've, we've had a couple of chances to talk about all of that. Yeah. Um, but specifically when it comes to like the racial thing, um, she was honest with me. She was like, you know, honestly, Jason, you know, the way I grew up, you know, like, you know, kind of grew up in the mountains where all that we fed was, you know, Fox News or something like that. Mm. And, you know, with these kind of things, we just I just honestly I just wasn't aware. I didn't know like right. these things were going on and everything. And she's right. like, OK, but now that I do, um, you know, it, it makes more sense to me. And, and I, I get it and I understand it. Right. In that moment, if I, I would have said and now if I would have popped off like, well, how could you not know? exactly you know how much i would have turned her off um and you know then would have made her get defensive and clam up and then maybe she's now going to stop sharing her perspective to anybody else because she's like afraid all right i'm going to get killed if i do this like exactly um and so that's why it's so important and even like some posts that i posted on facebook um i've asked honest questions and i've had um some people give honest answer like you know what i like like with the Black Lives Matter, like I was like, hey, like, what do y'all really think about that? Had somebody comment like, hey, you know, at first I really did hear it as Black Lives Only Matter. But now I understand and I get 
and if, in, so so it, it's go. just that involving. Yes. And so yes. it's like you have to allow people the space and opportunity to grow and evolve in their thinking um, and yeah. and give them the opportunity to. Because if you're so yeah. just kill them with where they're at right now, like right. then you're, you're missing the overall point. You want to be respected, but you're not giving respect. You know, you right. want to be heard, uh, but you're too busy shouting. It doesn't work. You know, right. So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's definitely important. So to our listeners, once again, uh, we, we thank you for listening to this because we understand that this is some deep stuff. And of course, there's a lot more we can unpack with this, but we wanted Man. to present this mm-hmm. because we know that this is pivotal and it's very, very vital that we are keeping ourselves accountable. We're staying socially responsible in terms of creating that dialogue, as Jason was talking about earlier, keeping the foot on the gas to where we don't let up, but that we continue to push for equality and understanding and I think ultimately the real goal is to walk in harmony, to walk in unity, yeah, to walk in peace. Absolutely. Um, you know, with with everyone, especially in this in this country and abroad as well. So um, I know right now it seems like we are definitely a ways from that, but just want to encourage us all to focus on being socially responsible, to focus on walking in your purpose, play your part. As Jay said earlier, hit the nail on the head. It's not our job to try to solve and fix every single problem, but we do have a part to play people. So let's be mindful of that as well. And let's continue to push the work that our ancestors and everyone that has done something significant for us. Let's continue to make it count. We can't just give up here and say, Oh, we just going to do whatever. Like, no, like we got to make it count. We have to do our part. So that's all I got to say. Jay, any last words before we wrap up this show? Nah, man, you you hit it. Your last words hit it. So I just echo what my man said. Um, let's walk together and do this thing, y'all. Absolutely. Well, we want to thank you all once again for listening to another edition of the Listen Podcast, where we talk about everything except your mama, fool. <laughs> I'm John Winfrey. I'm Jason Dante. We'll talk to y'all next week. Yes, sir. God bless y'all. Yeah. Hey, good people. Thank you for listening to the Man Listen Podcast. Please like, rate, and subscribe our podcast on Google, Apple, and Spotify. And go follow us on Facebook at the TMLP Show. Yeah, we're good for you. Get your nutrition. Yeah, you're listening to Man Listen. Yeah, we're good for you. Get your nutrition. Yeah, you're listening to Man Listen.